This is the big time, girly. This is rock and roll. All right, you're hanging in the dummy room. I'm Jody Have Not. I'm joined by Mr. Nate Demel. How you doing, Nate? Doing good tonight, man. Summer is in full effect here in Wisconsin, man. Uh, kids are playing baseball and softball and shit, so my uh, my weeks are really busy now. So heard that. I dig summer. Yeah. Uh, you know, I get a little tired of it. I'm still stoked because it's still beginning, but a couple months and the impressive heat. I might be singing a different tune. <laughs> you know, halfway through yeah. the summer, I'm like, fuck this shit, dude. Bring on the winter. I don't do the heat, man. So, dude, it's crazy. Uh, I like the cold weather much more so. Yeah, well, you're in the right spot in the winter then, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> oh. It gets cold here, but not that damn cold. No, I stay away from the beach, so. Yeah? Yeah, I'm not a water guy. No? So. Afraid of the Kraken, are you? Just, just never been a water guy, you know? <laughs> uh, my wife and I used to canoe. Yeah. Um, we still would if, you know, we had time, but, um, right. yeah, but other than that, no, we just, we have the Mississippi River here, and nobody's oh, swimming in that thing. Oh, hell no. We have that here, too. <laughs> and I don't know if it's as dirty up oh, there yeah. as it is by the time it gets here, but. Ah, it's pretty dirty, but it's got to be dirtier after a. After we get started. By the time it's here, it's like all driftwood, <laughs> and it's it's the muddy Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The bodies? Bodies make it down that far, or no? <laughs> Who knows? Where we are, I mean, you just cross over it. Over, there's a couple different bridges, you know, but uh, it just looks like it's churning. A bunch of, a bunch of like, uh, what do they call that shit? Uh, I think they call it, like, undertow, maybe? Oh. Where there's, like, all these swirling... Like the current? It's a current, but it's like going in circles. It'll just suck you down, you know what I'm saying? But, uh, yeah, no one swims in it, certainly not. At least not right by the city. You know, it's all like barges and shit going down the river. I always wanted to, like, make my own raft and just huck fin it down to, <laughs> down to the <laughs> gulf. I mean, just as an adventure, but I can never convince anyone to do it, and now I'm probably too old. We get uh, We get a lot of barges and shit, but I've never been in it. We've canoed in it, but I've I've never swam in it. Fuck that. There's like those big alligator gar fish and like fucking it's just filthy. I don't think we have anything like that up here. No. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either, man. We uh years back we'd have all these um these drownings. Yeah. And uh so it was like college dude. There's been some there's there's been some documentaries on this shit, but um, so these college guys would all go, you know, bar time. They would all go for a swim and end up dead, and it happened like quite a bit. And there was, you know, a lot That's of people that. thought there was a serial killer and shit. That's and the damn undertow, dude, it sucks people under. But yeah, kind of fucked up. I mean, people here get really drunk, you know, really drunk. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That I guess doesn't help. No, I don't know if you so. ever swam, like swam, whatever the verbiage would be correct, but uh, if you've ever done it while well, pretty much just totally trashed, 
It's a, it's not a good thing, man. If you go under, you don't really know which way is up. You know what I'm saying? It's fucked up. So, yeah, yeah I wouldn't no. recommend that at all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> So, well, I don't really drink and I don't swim, so I should be good. <laughs> yeah. No, but tonight uh, we had baseball. My my son had baseball practice and my, my daughter had her second game of the week. And uh, earlier in the week on Monday, they got fucking slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> and tonight I had to leave early but before my daughter pitched, you know. Yeah. And uh, she pitched the third inning. And I had to leave to take uh, my son to his baseball practice. And, of course, my daughter came in and pitched and struck three girls out wow. right away. And uh, they ended up winning, which is pretty rare for them. So <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, fuck, pretty proud of her, you know, but I missed it. Oh, man. Well, there'll be another game. <laughs> That's cool, though, yeah. man. She's a ringer, huh? Yeah, she's pretty good. I picture you guys on the way to the game, like, blasting the isotopes, getting ready and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah, she uh, she really gets into it, you know. She loves it, but, um, cool. which is kind of weird, because I, you know, I don't know where it came from with her, you know. Right. So, because I, I, I'm not a sporty guy, and my wife's not, and, no, we got her into it, and she's, she's pretty good, you know. Right on, man. That's pretty cool. Anyways... So this is The Dummy Room. This is episode five. I hope you're digging it. Keep listening. Tell all your friends about us. But anyways, we've got a topic this week. So, what would you little maniacs like to do first? Uh, we're talking about a mixtape or playlist, I suppose. I just prefer to say mixtape. But uh, came up with 15 songs from each of us. And uh, we're just going to shoot shit about it. Yeah, mixtape sounds cooler. Now, the making of a good compilation tape is a very subtle art. Many do's and don'ts. This is a delicate thing. Picture that dude with the fucking boombox standing out there in the fucking rain. Cranking that shit up for the woman he loves. Yeah. I always approached it because I used to make mixtapes for people. This is on cassette. You know, I mean, there were tapes. That's why we call them mixtapes, right? Yeah, I haven't, I haven't, yeah, mixtape sounds good, but I haven't made a mixtape in a very long time. No. Um, I used to make mixed CDs, yeah, but I, yeah. I, I think I still call them mixtapes. Right. <laughs> but, um. Exactly. Same concept, just a different medium. Did you actually, uh, did you make a list or anything? Or, you know, like a playlist, or did you just write it out? I didn't, like, make it and listen to it, because I just made it, like, I don't know, a couple hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> Because it was like, dude, okay, so uh, the whole premise was what? We were going to try to make like a mixtape that could get someone into our type of music, right? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what we said, but I kind of just turned it into just like a, a good playlist, like if we went for a cruise or something, just oh, okay. pop it in and just go. That's what I Okay, well, that's cool. I thought of, you know, I'm going to try to turn someone on to this pop punk world that exists that they don't know about, right? And so for me, it was like, well, if that if that's what I'm doing, I gotta I gotta do a lot of classic shit, you know, a lot of shit we've probably talked about before. <laughs> I mean, obviously, there's gonna be some weasel in that mix, you know what I mean? It's only 15 songs, and when I started, I was like, you know, you 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 got the your heavy hitters, you know, your weasels and your queers, and I thought they all can't be on this list, you know, because you got to throw in some some oddballs too, right? So, um, well, see, that's I didn't know what I was gonna do, and uh, you know, and 
I didn't want to use the Ramones, even though they kind of are the whole the original wave of this shit, you know. Since yep. we kind of like stick to the, like Weasel and Beyond, more or less. <laughs> Weasel, Weasel and Beyond, yeah, I like that. Uh, yeah. yeah, mine is definitely uh, Weasel and Beyond. Um, yeah, so no Descendants, no Ramones, no Undertones, no Dickies, and all of that shit's poppy and great. But uh, no, we like we said, Weasel and Beyond, more or less. Look out Records and Beyond, I guess you would say. I don't know, but you know where we're coming from. You've been listening to this show. Yep. So it was. Uh, I was. I was prepared. I did mine over the weekend, and uh, it was pretty fun, you know. And I've been messing with it ever since and stuff. And <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's definitely a fun thing to do. And cool. The making of a great compilation tape. Light breaking up is hard to do, and takes ages longer than it might seem. You got to kick it off with a killer to grab attention. Then you got to take it up a notch. But you don't want to blow your wad, so then you got to cool it off a notch. There are a lot of rules. Anyway, I've started to make a tape. So, you want to start? You want me to start? I, um, you can start, bro. Go ahead. So, what do you want to do? You want to do the, just start it with one and switch back, or the one-two yeah, punch, or? Let's do the one-two punch. One-two punch. But then punch. we'll go back and forth. Alright, so I am starting with Crazy by the Parasites. Oh, 
Followed up by Asia by the Ergs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, pretty damn strong. Crazy is just, uh, it's one of my favorite parasite. Probably it is my favorite parasite song, you know, just, just fucking love it. Can't argue with it. First parasite song I ever heard, you know, popped on punchlines and just bam. And I still, every time I hear it, I just think, fuck, how good it is. Right. And then, uh, yeah, it's just, Followed up by the Ergs, you know. Can't go wrong there either. Nope. I didn't choose um, the favorite song from each band. You know, I didn't choose my favorite Erg song, but that, well, that one is my favorite Erg song, actually. But uh, yeah. yeah, from here on out, they're not all my favorite song by the band. It's just, I don't know, just what yeah. I was in them for. So. That's kind of how I did it. Instead of like maybe my favorite song, I tried to pick one that I thought would maybe be like the one that could is like a gateway song to get you into that band you know what i mean so sometimes it's like an old one sometimes it might be something newer because the production's better a lot of times on the newer records you know yeah yeah quick question about that song asia by the ergs um he says in there i don't know if it's like a like a little um inside joke i've always thought like he says uh when he's talking about her dad likes liking steely dan and he asks if her sister's name is katie is there what the fuck does that mean? Is that just does that mean anything? I don't just, know. I'm like I don't know what that means. That's, I know that's kind of nerdy shit I'm talking about, but I don't know. I heard it the other day and I was like, eh, what the fuck is? This? Just wondering like who's this Katie girl? Yeah. <laughs> like what does this mean? So, anyways, right. Once right, you starting right. with Jody? With mine, I was kind of thinking, you know, if I'm getting someone into this pop punk world. I got to just start it right off with the classic ones. Like the first song is by Screeching Weasel. And I kind of debated what I wanted to use. And I think I'm going to go with Teenage Freak Show.
a lot of the whole like mythos of the pop punk world you know what i mean a teenage freak show there's nothing to do great song man yeah so and then i'd follow it up with a a newer queer song if you want to think of it as a newer song even though i think it was like 98 maybe (laughs) so not that new but uh (laughs) i just always thought this record had the best production of all the queers records and i'm going with psycho over you off of uh pleasant screams love that song man yeah it's a great one and it's yeah, hard so. not to use something off love songs or something, you know? But I always felt like the production on Pleasant Screams is just one of the best sounding records they've ever done. It is. It yeah. is. I, yep, for sure. Yeah, you start right away with Weasel and the Queers, huh? <laughs> well, see, I didn't have time to like necessarily organize it like a, a classic mixtape where I was thinking of in terms of flow. I was just like, what am I going to have? I, I, I made... I was like, I gotta have 15, so I just, I saw the bands first, I was like, Weasel Queers, you know, blah, 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 and then I went back and was like, what song, and then, so I did it real quick, so yeah, of course, it's kind of, you could kind of tell where, I was just thinking, look out right off the bat, but you'll see where we go, what do you yeah. got for number three? Number three, uh, gotta go with Masked Intruder, uh, how do I get to you? Charm a lady with a knife But that sucks Cause it's all I know how to do 
great song. From the self-titled or from the seven inch? I'm taking the one off the the self-titled full length for sure. Yeah, it's just the production is just so much better. Fucking good. The first time I heard it, you know, because I was, I was a little skeptical. I think I told you before, just because it's like how how long, you know, how many songs could they write about this shit, you know, like the gimmick, you know, or whatever. Um, I just thought, you know, this this might not be so good, but uh, upon first listen, it's like holy shit this is really good you know so so good yeah yeah but nope gotta go with that um and uh it's definitely um you know they're one of the bigger bigger bands you know now you know they're pretty big and uh yeah it's such a good song i think anyone who's trying to get into this kind of music you know or you know if you're trying to get them into this music that's just uh certainly that could have been first on the list you know for me but i think that's their eh, i don't know that's probably not their best song but i think for a first time listener for that band that that's the song i think oh yeah so, definitely one of them but yeah i i'll ramble on and on about that band so anyways uh, i love them myself what uh, do you what's your number three my number three is an, a parasite song as well but i went with hang up oh I've always cool. loved that ever since that 7-inch came out. That's just, to me, a really fucking, like, masterwork song of the Parasites. It's just so well-written and poppy and beautiful. Love it. Yep. Uh, probably would have made my list had Crazy not been just a little bit better, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and uh, apparently I named my label after that song. <laughs> I used to always think that, dude, back in the day. <laughs> And then when uh, I finally met you, I asked you, and you're like, hmm, I think you said sort of. <laughs> um, well, Dave says I did, and yeah. I say I, I didn't, but I guess probably somehow I did, so if that makes any sense. You know? Not like on purpose, but subconsciously it crept in, probably because yeah. of that awesome song. I, I wasn't listening to The Parasites. I wasn't listening to that song and go, holy shit, you know, that's a cool <laughs> label name, you know? Right. Nope, it, just, it was completely different, and then... You know, I realized right away that's yeah, a parasite song. That's a really good fucking parasite song. So that 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 was probably the you know the nail in the coffin on that one. You know, right? Like, had some sort of attachment to a legendary band. You know, <laughs> not that we go on both parasites too, but they're just the most underrated band. I think underappreciated. Maybe maybe that's the word I'm looking they for. They never really know? really did get as big as the rest. It felt like. No, they never did. They and, didn't sell and had so records. many great songs. They had lots of good songs, yeah. So, yeah, well deserving of more attention. So, uh, we'll give it to them here. So, my number four is Screeching Weasel, and I went with uh, Guest List. Classic. A classic song. Uh, you know, a little bit slower one, I guess. You know, mid tempo at least. Still and, great. Uh, it's always been one of my favorites, so that's what's up. Yep, it's a good it's a good introduction to that band for sure. You know. Oh, definitely. So that was four. What do you got? Um, I had to use a little bit of MTX, and uh, that's a Mr. Nice. T experience. If you want to be all uh, formal about it, proper. Yeah, proper. Um, I don't hey, know. Hey, I gotta stop you for a second. Okay. So I, I just thought of this now. Um, my wife was watching one of these. Um, these uh, reality uh, house hunting shows. Have you ever seen these? Yeah. They go, you know, they're they're searching for property or whatever. Right. And they did one in St. Louis last night. Oh yeah. And and the guy was saying that, um, his job was he was a 
what the fuck did he call it? Uh, professional. He trained people professionally on etiquette and manners. Really? And I was like, what the fuck? That's a job? Hmm. You know, and their their budget for this house was like $800,000. Damn. And I thought, you make that kind of money and by <laughs> training people on etiquette? That's crazy. But, yeah. But, yeah, just St. Louis, man. You're pretty close to them, too. So, yeah. Go take lessons if you ever need them. Yeah, I was hoping to learn. <laughs> uh, okay, so so you're on mystery North... experience. Oh, okay. I didn't reveal what song yet. No, I interrupted you. I didn't know which one to pick. I would just kind of say this record in general, you know. But since we had to go with songs, I decided to go with "I Fell for You." What? everything in a small little tight package about what was great about those guys you know yeah i I love that song hell yeah it's awesome i didn't choose it but it's not uh necessarily my favorite but i do think it's one of the ones that's most easily accessible you know what i mean yeah because it doesn't have the deep like we had talked about before where frank's kind of franking out you know what i mean with the (laughs) with the lyrics this one's a little more straightforward so that's why i went with that one yeah. So what cool. do you have next? All right. So I, I went a little deeper here, uh, doing uh, a song called "Bitchin'" by the Old Wives. Back is 
yeah, it's always been uh, my favorite song by them, probably, you know, and just, uh, just, just a classic. Oh, right on. Okay, so then my number, what are we on? Five? Five. My number five was the Groovy Ghoulies, another, you know, classic lookout roster band. But uh, instead of, I think this record that I chose from was actually a little bit later on, maybe on Stardom or something. But uh, I, I picked this one because I thought the production was really good. And I went with Bye Bye Brain. Cool. Off of, yeah, uh, I, which one is that even off of? Ghost Stories, I guess? Is that what it is? Uh, I think so. Or was it Travels with My Amp? I don't fucking know off the top of my head. <laughs> but let's walk I one of those. <laughs> and it sounds great. I didn't have any Groovy Ghoulies on my list. Really? No. I was way into the Ghoulies, dude. I just thought there was, they had so much style and they were kind of, in a way, kind of like the Misfits because they had all the kind of horror songs. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that was, I kind of like that. Just a little funner than the Misfits, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Just a bit. So that was your number five, Groovy Ghoulies. Uh, my number six is Reflectors by the Jetty Boys. Nice. <laughs> Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Uh, yeah. That's my favorite record by those guys. Um, yeah, for sure. You know, I think I used to like the first record a lot, and I always kind of like the um, 
a little bit more of the garage feel, you know, the rock and rolly yeah. sound to it. But yeah, I think I definitely prefer Sheboygan now. It's so but, good. Um, yeah, so it's just, I put them on there. Just, I mean, I love them and all. They're great. Um, they're from Wisconsin. That helps. But um, it sort of adds just a little bit. You know, they don't sound like Screeching Weasel. They don't sound like the Queers, you know. They, no, no, they no. Have, they have their own sound. It's a little bit, it's Green Day-esque. I'll give you that, but. Yeah, that Reflector song kind of sounds a little Green Day-ish. Yeah. But a lot of the other ones always reminded me of the copyrights. Yeah, I remember when I first heard Reflectors, at the, you know, I was like, damn, that sounds like Green Day. But it reminded me of Green Day. But now I don't. I don't really even think it anymore, you know. I just think it's just fucking great. Oh, it's awesome, dude. So, yep, got to had to give them some love on there. So, yep, Jetty Boys reflectors. That's what's up. I actually had they were on my original list of like probably 20 that I had to pare down and I was but I was going to go with like Can't Wait. I fucking love that song so much. Yeah. That guitar solo in the middle of that is incredible. Yeah, that Drew he can he can fucking wail. So, no, dude, but that one sounds like Prince. It's just it's really cool. So I think it's crazy that this is episode five, and I think this is the first time we've mentioned the Jetty Boys. Wow. So, sorry, boys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so my for my number six, right? Six. I had to shake off the Lookout Records for a minute, and I went with Peg Boy. <laughs> Nice. Because I always love those fuckers. And I had to go through my fingers, man. The absolute classic.
cool. That song is fucking. I don't know. It's like they're they're hit. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't yeah. know anyone that heard that that wouldn't like it. It's just so good. Yeah. So, so you you did venture a little bit there. A little you didn't bit. Stick to the to the you know pop uh, punk. You yeah, know? I mean, Still. but to me they were they were in that same vein, and I just I was kind of just into them at the same time as Weasel and everything else, and they at the time it all just seemed the same to me, you know. Even though in hindsight, Pegboy was kind of in a totally different scene and even sound to some degree, but you know what I mean. Yep, loved it. Awesome, man. So what you working with? <laughs> no, number seven, I uh, went with uh, the Steinways. Oh, Angela. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's just, I just fucking love that song. I haven't thought so, about the Steinways in a long time, man. Yeah. Wow. Um, speak, that's, that's funny because I just, I think it was last week, I saw that, is it Graf? Graf Madden, is that his name? Yeah. His, uh, like his entire discography was, you know, you could get it on Bandcamp. You could buy it. And it was like, I don't remember exactly, like 150 fucking songs for like 15 bucks. Wow. And I was like, holy shit. And I just, I went down the list and I didn't realize that he had so many bands, you know. I knew of the Steinways and Houseboat and Science Police, but there was a few more in there. But yeah, 150 songs. Wow. Probably clocks in at like 35 minutes or something. <laughs> no. no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so I, I'm gonna buy that. So there was definitely some stuff on there I don't have. So um, I've always liked that guy's songs, you know. Yeah. Whether it's you know Steinways or Houseboat, it's just you know he's got a good voice and he's funny. So yeah, Steinways. Oh, Angela. That's good shit, bro. I haven't actually listened to them in a long time, though. I just, it's one of those bands I never think about. But I, I used to really like a lot of their songs. I like that, uh, I'm gonna kiss you on the lips. It's great. I like that, uh, uh that whole record, man. What's the one about Carrie Goldberg? And, like, uh, uh, I can't remember, dude. You're getting me here. I used to rock that, that album, though, a lot. The uh, way back when pharmacy. <laughs> I think it was the one that had like a cheeseburger sailing away or something. Yeah, missed the boat. Is yeah, that what it's missed called? Missed the boat. Yes. That was it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's it was a pretty good one. They had the <laughs> the one about uh, oh my god, I can't believe I still have a girlfriend or whatever. Pretty good. Yeah, ones. a couple good ones. I, you know, I liked it. Good stuff, man. It seemed to be at that at that moment in like in time. There's just a lot of these bands that were just kind of like Weasel and Queers, but not nowhere near as good. You know what I mean? It was like there was too many all at once. Yeah, I, I know what you're saying, but I always thought I always thought that. Yeah, but the more I listen to them, it's just like, man, they're they're so close to being right there, you know, for me. So no, yeah. Just so good. So oh, I've, yeah, I've, I've liked are, them. Are good. I'm just saying, at that time po- yeah. period, there's a lot more besides them that weren't. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. Maybe I was just tired of it for a while. I don't know. Okay, uh, so where were we? Uh, I just I did my number seven. I don't know if you did or not. I don't think so. St- I did the Steinways. 
Okay, you did the Steinways. I had to drop in a little bit of Teen Idols just because I always thought they were one of the best bands in this whole game. And uh, I think What's any, that? Uh, <laughs> that's where it got tough. I decided to go with 20 Below because I just think that it's cool. poppy enough and everyone I've ever played it for loved it. So it's a good gateway it's a good song for them, you know. Yeah, it's great. Cool. A little bit of Heather in the mix, you know. Instead of just going, well, on every song. (laughs) (laughs) I never noticed it before, but someone pointed it out to me about how much there's so many woes on the Teen Idols. And so once I noticed it, it kind of drives me nuts. Yeah, they got a lot of woage. A whole lot of woage. I didn't uh, didn't have any Teen Idols, man. No? There's only, you got to drop so many people, you know? Right, yeah. So... And I think subconsciously I was trying to think of ones that I was like, well, Nate's going to have so many covered. I don't want to have all the same ones as him. And I figured you were probably <laughs> going to have a little deeper shit, maybe some wine press, maybe a little bit of I don't know what. You know what I mean? But uh, we'll see where it, where it takes us. So what did you I, have? Yep. Uh, number eight, uh, Blame Game by the Mangies. Nice. So, uh a Baba Yeah Classic Yeah. Song, man. A Baba Yeah Yeah. Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. I love that song, uh, man. It is a classic. Uh, that's just like uh every time I hear it, it's like they pulled out all the stops in one song, you know. So uh it's pretty good. Might be my favorite Mandy song, I'm not even sure, you know. I just every time I hear it it just makes me happy. It's classic. So, Absolutely. I think classic. that's that's definitely a song like if if someone hadn't heard the Mangies that's the song I'm playing them, you know? Yeah. So, for sure. That's what's up. So what you got? Oh, I had to go back to the predictable well if, you, if you've been listening to us at all <laughs> lately. <laughs> but I had to get something by the Willingtons on there because they're just so fucking good. And everyone knows Ramblin's my favorite song, but I didn't want to use that one. I couldn't decide if I wanted to do something from Death by Television or not. Or, you know, what I wanted to use. But I ended up going with Pom Pom Girl. Cool. Yeah. 
song is just so fucking awesome. Absolutely. Um, and it kind of, in a lot of ways, kind of represents this whole scene in a way. You know what I mean? There's a lot of talk of that type of subject matter within the pop punk world. So Yeah, that is uh, definitely a subject that's been sung about a few times. Beaten to death <laughs> like a dead horse, but sure. Yep. <laughs> this one was great. And this but, was way yeah. back when. This was like, what, 94? Maybe 95? I don't remember what year that 96, shit out of luck was. 96, maybe? I think it's it was 96. Like, I have, like, no memory of... I remember, like, the general vicinity of time, but uh, it's hard for me to nail it down to a specific year on a lot of those records. You know, because yeah. it's so long ago. Yeah, sometimes I, like, think of where I got it from, like, where I heard of it. Right. And so, like, with the Lillingtons... Um, I go back to those um, Skullduggery catalogs that I used to get, and just the mail order catalogs. So I always remember that's that's where I got the Lillingtons from, and that was, you know, I was in high school, so I'm thinking like '94 to, you know, right around '94. So, but I th- I think the album, you know, I remember getting the single first, so I think the album was like '96. I was out of just out of high school. That's what's so. Up. But yeah, you know the whole mutant mutant pops mail order. I do the same thing with that. Like, where did I get that from? And yeah, I don't know how I remember that shit. But <laughs> so, right on. cool. Um, you figured, I figured you'd have some Lillingtons on there. Um, I actually did not have any Lillingtons. Um, yeah, they've always been st- one of my favorites ever since back back in those days. You know. Yeah, I I love them. I just gotta cut somebody off and you know and i i think i just wanted to go less obvious maybe right. yeah i like but, your approach uh, my approach is kind of like the hits but I, I don't think i can make one of these fucking mixes without having weasel and the queers on there so i my number nine is the queers uh voodoo doll
kind of slowed her down a little bit. Uh, I so love that one. Figure I gotta have a slow jam on here, and it might as well be the queers because you know I don't I don't know if anyone wrote better slow jams than the queers. So right? Probably not. Um, no, Joe's just he, he does so one good. of the best too. Yeah, I was listening to Beat Off this weekend, and uh, yeah, that song came on, and I was like, that's gotta fucking make the list. So. The Mirage, you know, the Mirage song on that record is so good, you know, but it's a cover, so it's like, uh, yeah. you know. I thought Beat Off had, a, like, the worst sound of all the Queers records, except for maybe I have some of the old 7 Inches, and they don't sound that great. Um, Beat Off's pretty muddy. Yeah. Um, it's like uh, it's like the hotter than hell of the Queers c- collection. <laughs> totally. <laughs> great songs, but shitty production. But the best, yeah, the playing on it is so good, though, you know? Oh, yeah. It's like that, that record kind of stands out because I, th- I think it's because of Panic, you know? Panic is pretty badass. I mean, you can definitely tell it's something different, you know? Yeah. Yep. So I hadn't listened to Beat Off in a while. Like, it's it's been a while since I've heard the whole record, and it's, it's fucking good. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But yeah, the production on it, especially with you know what was to come, you know, like "Don't Back Down" had great production and yeah, absolutely, yeah, that's probably my so. favorite Queers record. It kind of toggles between that and love songs, but uh, I really like that Pleasant Screams a lot too, man. That's still way up there in my rankings. Anyways, uh, so my next one would have to be something by the Copyrights because to me. They were kind of in that newer wave, but totally fit right into all of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, what you got? Uh, I had to go with something off the first real record, man. I'll be fine. You make me feel horrible. You make me want to stay away. You make me feel less than human. But you know with me, well, that's okay. You make me feel heartless. You make me want to lose my mind. You make me feel that I'm not right. But you know with me, well, Well, that's okay. 
love that song. I love that album. That's probably my favorite copyrights album. And, cool. Uh, just because, just old memories. Like we've played a million shows with the copyrights. They're from, you know, they were from Carbondale, which is only like an hour away. So we always go play with them. We'd bring them here, and we got to be good friends with those guys over the years. You know what I mean? So uh, I always thought it was cool that like even when I quit and. They just kept going, and now look at them. You know what I mean? They're fucking worldwide, dude. Yeah, they're, they're a big deal. Yeah, it's crazy. And, uh, you know, nice dudes. Cool dudes. Uh, it was actually Adam that turned me on to the fucking uh, Exploding Hearts back in the day. So I have to thank him for that. Yeah, uh, we used to just, like, give each other CDRs and shit, you know? And yeah. uh, that was one of the bands he turned me on to that I still love. I haven't heard them in a long time. They don't have much material out there, but the th- shit nope. they have is great. But, um, yeah, so copyrights, I'll be fine off of, uh, I guess that's what, what off of, uh, We Didn't Come Here to Die. Yeah, We Didn't Come Here to Die, that's, the is first, that their first record? The first full length. Yeah. 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 It's, it's, yeah. I remember at the time, like, we kept hearing about these dudes, the copyrights, because we were kind of like, as far as I was concerned, the best band in our scene, because there wasn't that many, and the punk bands that did exist were like mall punk bullshit, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, we, and we were like the only band that was playing this kind of shit. And we heard about this band, the Copyrights, and so we booked a show, and when I heard those dudes, I was like, holy fucking shit, dude. These <laughs> dudes are probably the best local band that I've ever fucking seen. I mean, they were fucking great. So many good songs on that first record. And that's all they were playing, because that's all they had, really, you know? That, and, like, um, maybe she turns it up or something, you know? Yeah, that that record came out in 2003. It doesn't seem that old. That's 15 crazy. years? 15 fucking years ago. That's crazy. That is crazy. Yeah, I just, it just doesn't seem right, but... <laughs> that's pretty cool. But, yeah, uh, they had to go in here somewhere for me, and, you know kind of like a newer not they're not really new by any means but you know they weren't in that original weasel lookout records wave they were kind of like the next wave mm-hmm. and they're still going strong today you know worldwide yeah it's crazy um i didn't have them on my list um close they were considered but like i said someone's gotta go <laughs> yeah but Awesome. Uh, my number 10 is More Than Toast by the Mr. T Experience. Oh, yeah? Just a... Uh, uh, classic. I've always, I've always liked that song. You know, it's one of my favorites. And, uh, you know... And referenced in a queer song. Of course, you know that. Yeah. Uh, the Gun Crazy 7-inch was... I remember when I got it, you know. I was already a fan. But I got that record, and it was just still... Those three songs on that record are just three of the best ones they ever had you know yeah so it's one of my favorite singles you know i don't listen to it that often just you know i just you know I, I those songs are available elsewhere but um yeah that's just love that song man and it it it's a rocker and right after voodoo doll you just you just kind of need to pick it up a little bit so i hear yeah. you i hear you all right well for me whatever number we're on i got out of order somehow but I have some Masked Intruder as well. And since you already picked How Do I Get to You, would? Yeah, of course. Since you already picked How Do I Get to You, maybe I'll go with like, uh, ah, man, maybe like 
Breakin' is one that I would turn people on to, probably. Or maybe, cool. maybe Wish You Were Mine. Maybe that's what I'll go with. I wish that's you a good were one, mine. man. It's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm going to uh, stick with, I think. Let's go for, with the full-length version or the... the yeah, full-length. Single. I'd go with the full-length. Just on production, mostly. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's for just, sure. It's thick. It's on, that's one of the... I mean, to me, that's one of the best, like debut full-length you know self-titled full-lengths out of any band i mean that fucking record i don't know if there's some kind of like subliminal shit in there but (laughs) the more you listen to it it's like jesus christ these guys and these songs are fucking brilliant where did they come up with this shit it gets you fucking hooked pretty quick man dude yeah crazy yeah i can't that's that's a that's a interesting idea like is that the best debut album by one of these fucking bands and it's gotta be on like a top i don't know 10 list somewhere i mean i mean the debuts from weasel and the queers and mtx you know and the parasites i don't think they compete with that record not even close bud (laughs) um yeah you might you might have her dick there (laughs) (laughs) that's funny i don't know yeah, I can't I think mean, of one, man. The Ramones, it's certainly. I don't know if it's as good as that first Ramones record, but uh, it's definitely really fucking good. But we don't really count Ramones in the scene, you know. No, so we're kind of weaseling beyond or whatever. But um, yeah, man. Who else? Uh, Riverdale's, I guess. I, I think um, Intruder's better than that first <sighs> Riverdale's. It's better than the Riverdale's first record, I, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. That yeah, they've uh, they've earned their spot in in uh, the pop punk world as one of the you know yeah. top guns. Let me ask you this: <laughs> Do you think though that they would have if they didn't have the gimmick? I think, oh man, I think the gimmick got them some attention, you know, and there was some the mystery and the mystique, but the songs are there, man. You know, yeah, I think that just, if if you were heard those songs, if they were if they sounded exactly the same, you would have loved them. But would you have heard them without the image? I don't know, because that's kind of what yeah, that's kind of what made gave them a little like a little bit of a spotlight. Hey, check these dudes out. Yeah, one of the things that when you hear them though, you, you're kind of thinking you hear a certain line like I think we talked about this before, but like you know, just like the the song ideas themselves are criminalistic you know so it's like how the fuck do they come up with these things right. whereas a band that didn't have the gimmick they wouldn't be trying to come up with that you know true if that yeah. makes any fucking yeah, makes sense so sense. so i think the the gimmick and the songwriting together make it so good yeah because i'm sure we're not the only ones that even after that first offense it's like how many more songs can these dudes write yeah, that's what I was saying. And then after like, the self-titled, it's like, dude, because I, I was like dying for that MI to come out, you know what I mean? That second full length, and I was thinking the whole time, what could they possibly have on this record? I mean, what are they going to write about? Can they do it? And Dude, then, when they go... They in, did it, you know? Before they go into the studio, they just like, they just watch Cops and Live PD for like a week straight. Yeah. <laughs> that's the way to do no, it, I, I don't guess. Know. But you I know mean, what I mean? They yeah. come up with all these titles and... But it's never no. just like so obvious of a title, you know what I mean? 
there's like one or two that it's just like come on man like like i don't know like on that you know the uh that ep the newest ep what is it called uh love and other crimes yeah like that running from the cops it's like eh, that one is a little much like i yeah. don't know some of them are far more clever like even yeah, breaking like, breaking itself is clever and genius you know yeah um yeah, like ADT Security, you know that song. It's yeah. like, uh, you know, it's kind of obvious, you know, but a little bit. But, but still, it just wasn't as clever as like Twenty Five to Life, right? You know? Or that's obvious, you know. Why the don't song you love me in real life, or uh, I mean, any I don't know, just the whole idea of is it the mask or the you know I'm brandishing a knife? <laughs> that's brilliant, yeah. dude. Uh, uh, but yeah. We're gonna have to dude, have a found... intruder episode and get one of these couple of these guys on here. Yeah, I'm working on it. Hey, I uh, this is kind of interesting. I was going through some shit this weekend, and um, and I found a CD. I found a few CDs, but it says, uh, God, I can't remember what the fuck it says. It's it's like uh, my handwriting, so I made it, but it's uh, masked intruder demos, and. I don't know what's on it. I didn't listen to it. Oh wow! But I imagine it's the seven inch, the first first defense seven inch, and then I I think there's a couple more songs on there if I remember right. Oh yeah. And because I think after that they sent me a few more, and I probably put them all together onto one. Right. But I'll have to. Uh, I'll pull it back out and I'll check it out. And yeah, it, man, keep me posted. Uh, if you I'll, find something cool, maybe we'll play it. Yeah, so every once in a while it's fun to go through all my shit because I realize that I got I got some of these weird demos from some of these bands, you know? Right. I, I don't know if you ever got into Tenement, that band Tenement. Yeah. But um, a friend of I mine gotta, put out a bunch of their records and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Um, so I got I got like a demo from Amos, and it's just like a tape, and it's just him playing a song on guitar, and there's a train going by in the background. Wow. And it's pretty cool. It's just an acoustic jam, but um, I asked him about it once, releasing it, and he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have, you know, but he basically sent me the only copy, I think. Wow. And um, I still have it somewhere, but yeah, it's a really good song, just just like a terrible recording, but yeah, just fun shit like that. So I'll look on the, I'll listen to the CD and see what's on there and definitely share it with you if it's anything that's different so oh, right so i'm on number 11 uh number 11 is i'm going with uh becky two, 2012 by the capitalist kids Going strong. I hold the Mayan calendar 
uh, fucking love this song, man. It's just it's off the first record, and uh, not many people have that. I don't think you know. I don't don't hear much about it, but I really like that record and uh, CD. And um, do you got that, man? Do you got a copy of that? I don't have that CD. Dude, I'm a, I'm gonna send you one because I got a few of them. So all right, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's it's um, you know, they're a great band, and uh, you know, this is like uh, the least political song they have probably, at least on that CD. Right. So it's just it's great. Definitely fits on my list. So number eleven for you is um, I had to do a little bit of the leftovers. Just because I've always thought they were so good. And uh, I think I'm going to go with She, She, She. good song man i like it and uh i just remember at the time when that on the move came out i just couldn't believe how good it was dude <laughs> like I, it was just like totally blew my fucking mind because i had heard the they had that other record before that i didn't really like it that much i thought they were okay you know what i mean yeah. and then that on uh, the move came out and it was it was like mind-blowing dude i played that shit to death <laughs> it was it was good um uh, what do you think of it? So if, is it the best record with the stupidest fucking cover that you can think of? 
That's a bit uh, of a generic kind of cover. I like the little helicopter thing. <laughs> I just thought it was always so stupid, you know? Like, such a great-sounding record, and I was like, eh, this cover sucks, but... It looks like just some... I could have made that on Photoshop in five seconds. Yeah, so... <laughs> but, not to rip on it, it is a great record, but... Yeah, the music yeah. Sp- speaks for itself. The shit's great. Produced by Ben yep. Weasel. Produced by Ben Weasel. I remember at that time, like, uh, Ben Weasel was helping promote that band, and there was a few other bands, too, and he had that, like, a did he have a merchandise company that he was trying to start up or something? I think so, yeah. They were they were making t-shirts for the Leftovers and uh, um, Rally Records. Rally Records, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah. remember the name of that, but, yeah, That's that was, uh, yeah, that was... Cool. Quite a while ago, though. So, yeah, yeah. um, all yeah. right. Your number eleven was leftovers. Leftovers. My number twelve. I cheated, I guess, because I uh, I couldn't leave this band off the list. And I think you said I didn't put them on the list, but I fucking did. Uh, the Descendants. <laughs> I I put Coolidge on there. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Descendants. I, I just I needed a rocker, you know, and yeah. just love that song. Uh, One of the greatest I, you know, bands of the 80s that totally not, should have been so much huger. Yeah, I'm not a cool guy, so I had to put it on there, you know. <laughs> Coolidge. Yeah, that's fucking classic, dude. I love Hard that. to leave that band off, you know. Right, so. yeah. I had to, like, specifically not to go that route, you know what I mean? Or else we would have got some more, a lot more old school punk shit. Yeah, I did. I, I specifically stayed away from that, too. Uh, but I just couldn't do it, so <laughs> I had to put him on. One in there, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah. Okay, so for my next one, a little band you might have heard of before, um, No Effects. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> uh, hell no. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but I did go for the Ergs, and I went with the one that I think is probably the most like. Just poppy, beautiful one that Mikey's ever written, man. The old classic Pray for Rain. So in love with you, so far I try something new and write a silly song about just what your smile could do. But it's just not working out, and now I'm having my doubts. It seems that broken hearted love songs are what I'm all about.
hung up on me long distance i guess then when i get back home i'll be alone again <sighs> anyone that hears that would love it i would think you know yep uh i love that song man it yeah. is yeah yep um to me that that's yeah. the record by the ergs you know what i mean like that whole album that's the seminal record by those guys dude they're they're one of those bands you know like that we talk about all the time that there's there's a dozen songs from them that you could take any one of them on and put them on a mixtape and it'd be good to go, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, certain bands, it's not too many of them that you can do that with, you know? So. True. Yeah, the Ergs. Can't go sorely wrong with the missed, Ergs. Sorely missed. Yep. Um, we should have an Ergs episode sometime. Absolutely. Number 13 is Cletus. Rachel said, If she's not getting what she wants, she's unhappy. It's almost as bad as when she was with him. Now she's feeling guilty about all those things she'd said. She's slowly losing all her friends. Well, what she was, good girl that everybody stared at. But his memories linger on 
fucking love that song, man. Um, I haven't even thought of that band. I don't even know how long. Um, I don't listen to them a ton, but that record is so good, you know. Um, I just that song is just just great, you know. That's the woes and everything in that song is just. I don't know. That's that's my favorite by them, and right I don't. I needed something that was a little. Uh, they're still a pop punk band, but they're a little snottier sounding, you know. Yeah, so a little bit. Wanted little to bit. mix it up just a little bit. So I hear you. I have one that's kind of not in the normal pop punk vein, but I think that pretty much all of my friends like them. Uh, you probably do too, even though we've never talked about them. But I had to go with a little bit of Banner Pilot, dude. You get into yeah. that at all? Um, I got I got at least one record, and I just never really. Never really uh, trip my trigger, you know? Yeah. They're a little different. They're not qu- like in a weasel vein by any means. But, man, I, I, had this, I have this friend, Troy. He's like the world's biggest banner pilot fanatic. And he was always playing them. And I was like, after a while, it just starts sticking in your head. And before long, I was like, God damn it, man. Burn me a CD. <laughs> and then from there, I got a bunch of their shit. <laughs> They're on like epitaphs. They're on something. They're on like a big label, aren't they? They're fat records. I think well, the first one might have been on like Go Kart back in the day. Remember that label? Yeah. Uh, are they that old? Is it, I don't even know if Go. I don't think Go Kart's around anymore. Are they? I don't know. I'm not sure. But yeah, um, they got a couple good, pretty couple good records, man. That souvenir is like the latest one, I think. I haven't heard of anything newer than okay. that. But I can be out I of just, the loop. Yeah, they're on fat. That's I consider Fat a pretty big label. Yeah, definitely. Um, For this kind no, of No, I was I was thinking of uh, off off with their heads. That's what I was oh, thinking yeah. of. But um right. No, and I don't mean this as a as a you know, I don't want to not trying to insult Banner Pilot, but I just didn't realize that they were that caliber, you know, to get on <laughs> you know, fat, but dude, I don't know. For me, that resi- their first real full length. I think it, I think it was their first full length. This Resignation Day. Have you ever heard that album? It, I think that's the one I have. Yeah, the dude's but, voice like, kind of reminds me of the guy from the Mugwumps, but like the kind of graveliness to it. But those songs, man, I didn't like them until I heard them like ten times, and then because it's hard to understand what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a band you need to I'll, read the lyrics with until you learn them, you know? But, uh, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of something a slightly different direction. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll give them another go, man. Maybe I'll yeah, play with this record. song for just... you on the episode, and, and then if you like that, check out a bunch of other ones. Just like your bad habits 
type of punk pop punk where it's like you could tell they listen to the copyrights and probably the fucking dopamines you know what i mean and a lot of the uh not necessarily just screeching weasel moans and shit you know what i mean but uh i don't know i like that banner pilot shit i think i always kind of uh just kind of put them in that whole um you know uh what's the fucking uh no idea records kind of sound you right. know Gainesville, the fest, you know, I just, I hear you, but I just never really, I'll give him another go, man, but my number 14 is definitely staying in the weasel vein, it's, uh, the Hollywood Blondes, all right on, yeah, um, Tina is a head case, cool, so, yeah, that song is just a rocker, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I haven't uh, thought about those guys in a long time either, though, man, really, that's cool, um, yeah, th- that they got a song on that record called "Back and Forth" that th- that's on that Teenage Bottle Rocket cover record, and um, that's probably why I didn't put that one on there. I it is you. that's a really good song, but this is too. You know, I went and listened to that this week, and it's like, fuck, Tina's a head case is really good. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I don't want to say that they're you know, I guess they're kind of old now. I mean that that record came out probably. I don't know, maybe ten years ago. Is yeah, it is it least. that old? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, fifteen minutes of lame. <laughs> yeah, and uh, c- cool song title or a uh, cool record, you know, yeah, title. Definitely, that's the pink one, right? That's the pink one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah hell yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, and uh, I wish they, I wish they would have done more. You know, I don't, I think that's all they ever did. I don't know. Yeah, Do you well, know? I don't think I've ever seen anything else by them. I don't think so either. I don't think they were around very long. They became, um, I think they became that Spastic Hearts band, right? Yeah. A couple. Uh, and then turned in from there, some of them uh, went to Rad and some of them went to Jagger Holly, I think. Jagger Holly, yeah, yeah. I like the Jagger Holly shit. Yeah, and I, I like the Spastic Hearts. Yeah, Johnny 3 was good too. Johnny 3, yeah, fuck yeah. Um... Yeah, I got a few of their records. Yeah, me too. CDR is more like. Yeah, actually, I don't know how many records I have by them. I have that Prozac split for sure. Right on. Yeah, by the way, uh, Jay Prozac gave us a uh, the old thumbs up on the on the show. Man, he likes it. <laughs> that's what's so, up. Yeah, so that's Dude, cool. Like so. probably twenty years ago, first time I met Jay Prozac, he wasn't called Jay Prozac then. Uh, he was just Jay. But he was in this band <laughs> called the Grand Pricks. 
Yeah. I remember those guys. But we were playing some show, and he was the first, like I was telling you like a couple of weeks ago, he's the first dude I ever saw that had like weasel and queers tattoos and shit. I was like, man, this is fucking cool. But it was like his band and my band, and we were playing with this weird band, right? Uh, I can't remember what they were called, but they weren't like we were, because we were both kind of like, you know, this kind of pop punk shit. This other band was kind of like some kind of, I don't even know, man, like fucking Jesus Lizard or something like that, like a real totally opposite kind of vibe, you know? But yeah. uh, we were all like sitting up in the back of the creepy crawl, and this fucking singer finds from that third band, like the, the weird band, there's like this dumpster back there, and he's like kind of hanging around it, and he pulls this pizza out, which was like <laughs> visibly was just like, molded and had ants and shit all over it he's like you guys want some pizza <laughs> like we're good dude and just kind of laughed about it like he was joking he wasn't fucking joking dude he sat down and, and fucking ate that shit <laughs> and we were just like holy shit so jay if you remember that man let us know <laughs> i think you probably do it was in st louis at the creepy crawl grand pricks have nots and whoever the fuck that other band was i can't remember Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny because, yeah, like a few weeks ago when I wrote to Jay, I mentioned about the, um, it was been 20 years since he sent me that demo or something. And it was like, it just didn't seem right, you know, 20 fucking years. That's crazy. And, uh, yeah, he pretty much confirmed that it's been 20 years. We're all getting so, old, dude. Yeah, I see every once in a while on Facebook, he, uh, he, like, is trying to sell, like, you know, like, the discography, you know, the, the, the Prozacs. And I, it's like crazy how many records they put out. Yeah. You know, like how many CDs and seven inches and it's just, I just bought some of his shit on Bandcamp like three months ago because I couldn't find that first Prozacs for the life of me. It was, I had the CD and I was really wanting to hear that song. Like, uh, you don't know what you want to do. I just want to do it. You know what song? You know what I like? I, this turned into a Prozac thing here, but, um, I like that solo record, the Jay Prozac solo yeah. record. Yeah, I really like that. So he's a talented dude. That. I even like that Grand Prix shit. And uh, there's this one record I I got from him probably at that show, but it was Grand Prix split with the Proteins. You remember the fucking Proteins? Yeah, yeah. Man, they had this song on there called "The Hounds Are Coming Out Tonight." The song is fucking yeah. awesome, dude.
I think I have that record, man. That's the shit. I still listen to that. Mostly the protein I... side, to be honest with you. I love that damn song. That's a great fucking song. I'm gonna f- I'll fucking dig that out. So I thought about covering that for the longest time. Just because it's like, no one really knows it, it seems. But it's such a great fucking song. Yeah, I imagine most people <laughs> don't know it, you know? It was a really good one. Okay, so where are we? I, th- I, just, I did the Hollywood Blondes at 14, and I don't think you did. Did you do something after that? Uh, I don't think so. So what's your 14? Um, I had to go with the methadones. Because when I first started doing this, I'm like, I can't just do all vapid bands. So no Mopes, no Riverdales, <laughs> since we just talked about the Riverdales. Yep. So I decided, you know what? I'll do a Methadone song because who doesn't love the Methadones? You know what I mean? So I decided to go with one that's like super poppy and just about anyone could get into. And I decided to use uh, Far Away. Cool. Of, uh, I guess it was on Career Objective, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think so. Fucking great song, Good man. Good choice, man. Kind of a ballady, uh, kind of a slow jam, but like a beautiful, vapid vocal. I just I can't get enough of that shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that leads into my number 15. Take a fucking guess. Um, same reasoning <laughs> as you have. Um, gotta have vapid on there. Is it the Riverdales? Is it Sludgeworth? Or is it the Methadones or the Cheats? And I went with the methadones and uh, mess we made.
Love that fucking song. Yeah, I just, I, that's kind of maybe for me. It's kind of the obvious choice, you know. Yeah. Um, but it's just that fucking good. So. Oh yeah. Uh, it's a good way to end, you know. I started out really strong, and I think it ends just as strong. So. Right on. Yeah. So, what do you end with? I was kind of debating how I'm going to close this out. There's there's a bunch that spilled over. I have way more than fifteen, but. I decided I'd go with something that's still kind of happening instead of all these bands that we wish were still happening and go with something by TBR, Teenage Bottle Rocket, that is, for those folks who don't know, the three of you. They know. <laughs> I was like, should I do something from Total? Because to me, that was the record. You know what I mean? Like, when that shit came out, it didn't leave my fucking CD player for months, dude. But... Yeah, so I decided I was going to do something from Total, even though they've went on to do all kinds of great shit since then. But uh, mm-hmm. I decided I'd go with Lost in Space. I knew right away that you were out of this world when I first saw your face. Well as I try not to puke all over the place You seem so down to work But things are what they seem But now it's too late You've got my heart and your tractor beam I can tell by the blank expression on your face You're fucking lost in space Your mind just stopped and left without a trace You're fucking lost in space Space is one of my favorite Cody jams on that one. That's a great one. Yeah. Yeah, I just uh, this didn't make the list, man. I hear you. Uh, we'll do it again, and I'll, you know. Right. There's a lot of honorable mentions. I didn't have any Mangies, no Chicks Dig It, no Windowsill, all big favorites of mine. Yeah, I didn't have any Chicks Dig It either. You didn't have any Wine Press. Nope. I left them off fucking intentionally. Did you? I thought somebody's gonna go. It's gonna talk about fucking Darlington and wine press too much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I always started thinking, man, are we talking about weasel too much? But you know what? I mean, 
we the reason that the weasel and the queers and all that shit always comes back is just because it still is the cream of the crop, dude. You yeah, know? it really is. And um, yeah. So I was thinking. Um, I know we're going off subject here again, but like weasel had some. You know, they kind of ventured away from the sound a little bit at times. You know, yeah. um, with emo and then uh, the baby fat thing, and it's like. I kind of thought about that, and then you think about the queers, and the queers have never really strayed away from their sound, you know? Well, once they found their sound, like, well, you know what I mean? Those, those early ones don't sound anything like the classic queers that we all love. But, you know, I, I love Grow Up, you know, and I think from no, Grow I mean, Up... it's like um, that first 7-inch with, like, yeah, We I Had know a Riot, and uh, I Like Young Girls, even. Some of that early shit, even, with, like wimpy it's just not the same yeah but i mean they've they've once they've like from grow up on i mean maybe that valley of the ass fuckers was a little bit you know. <laughs> i liked that album <laughs> yeah but i'm you I know, know that's that, like I'm... joe wrote it as like a fuck you because he owed those guys a record and they weren't paying him <laughs> so he was trying yeah. to be intentionally obnoxious like my cunt's a cunt and all that stuff yeah I but think some I of those that. songs were great strangle that girl's great <laughs> fucking baby face the one about b face is great uh i even like i'm not a mongo <laughs> i mean there's a bunch of good ones out there yeah but but you know what i'm saying it did it went a little different but it's still the queers you know they have been pretty true to their normal thing i kind of like it when bands don't really fucking change or grow up you know yeah because it's like you liked them for this thing and then why not just stick to that i was thinking about that the other day though like when I was actually editing down uh, episode four because I was like, what McCracken should I play? Because, dude, from record to record, they sound like totally different bands sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. I was listening to that the very last one they did, the one about uh, it's not over easy or whatever. Dude, that record, production-wise, I can't understand why it, it wasn't a huge hit. I mean, it sounds so good. Yeah. Um, I listened to Exit a few days ago and um the production on that is fucking kick-ass too i know dude it's um, nuts but yeah so um we had no you know we didn't pick any of the same song hmm. i thought well no we did both have how do i get to you but i changed it because of that oh you changed that yeah you know we for the most part you know we had i don't know the parasites the ergs masked intruder weasel Queers and MTX and the Methadones. Yeah, I can't so, believe we both settled on the Methadones. It's probably because we just talked Riverdale's a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, yeah, just I don't to know. branch out, you know, you gotta. We don't want to always just talk about Weasel and Riverdale's every time, but we're probably going to. <laughs> yeah, I was kind of. I'm kind of surprised. Like, the more I think, it's like, man, I can't believe I left Bottle Rocket off or the Lillingtons or. Sludgeworth, it's Chicks tough. Dig It. Yeah, 15 really... isn't quite enough. No, well, yeah. um, we'll we should maybe do it sometime. Every, uh, I don't know, every so often. Every so often, for sure. It'll be one of my things. But uh, yeah, I think uh, it's about time we wrap this one up, you think? Totally. We want to thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, continue listening. we got a lot of cool stuff coming your way. Uh, we're going to keep doing things. We have some guests coming up um amber wants to join us sometime too 
I don't know cool. what. When there's something she wants to talk about, I guess she'll just sit in with us. My friend Trisha Toyota wants to come on at some point as well. She's cool. in. She's in all the same shit. She, she's pretty funny too. You'll like her. But yeah, maybe those two can come on at the same time and just like have a little round table of something, like a pick a record or something, you know? Cool. Yeah. You've been in the Demi Room. We want to thank you guys so much for listening, but we want to ask a favor from you. If you listen to the show and you dig it, man, share it on your social media and tell your friends about it because Nate and I both fucking suck at social media. We barely have a presence on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm serious. Like, we don't, we kind of suck at it, both of us. So if you could help us out, tell your friends, share it on your, uh, if you're on Facebook or Twitter or whatever you do, and just kind of help us, help us out, man. And if you want to like come on and talk with us, all you got to do is be able to use the internet and uh, send us an email at the dummy room at yahoo.com. We'll get you on with us. We'll talk about something you like and that we like as well. But uh, yeah, any closing words for the folks, Nate? Uh, just uh, thanks for listening. You know, we, we got some feedback uh, from the first two episodes, that was pretty good. Uh, nobody hated it. Um, so uh, yeah, just keep listening. And uh, like Jody said, if you got anybody wants to come on or send us anything, just uh, write to us, and uh, that'd be awesome. So, hell yeah! Thanks everybody. Hell yeah! Have a great weekend. Take it easy. Same body, yeah. You're out of my life. When I say-